is the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. It is indeed another edition of the Fade 5 Podcast. With tickets in hand, we're going to pour ourselves a stiff drink because, after all, it is a hashtag tequila Thursday, and we ain't driving. We're riding on the honk, honk, plus buzz, our favorite offer. Uh, that is plus what are odds are greater. It could be uh, in the NFL, could be in college football tonight, uh, could be in the NHL, the NBA, or someday college basketball. And you know, I've got a few tickets already at hand on some of that hardwood action. But Lundy, I shall give you the floor first because I am a gentleman after all. Oh well, uh, that's a that's a that's a stretch, Brad. That's a gentleman. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Uh, not when you make hardwood references, uh, oh, you're yes. not. Uh, let's go to some. Let's go to some late night hockey. First of all, there is afternoon hockey today. I'll talk about that in bonus time uh, because they're uh, for the first of four days in a row. Uh, the National Hockey League has gone over to Stockholm. Uh, oh. to Sweden. Uh, and so with the time difference, we're going to see some uh, some daytime hockey. So I'll talk about that coming up in bonus time. But on the late night tip tonight, uh, we've talked about this many, 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 many times. But San Jose sucks. Um, the Sharks are not good. <laughs> um, they are uh, they continue to struggle. Uh, they are uh, what is it? Two. I think they're two, 13 and one. Uh, on the season. They're absolutely abysmal. Uh, it's too bad that there's not a Connor Bedard in this year's draft because San Jose would be well on their way to getting that number one pick. Uh, but I digress. Let's talk about the St. Louis Blues who are not St. Louis isn't great uh, so far this season, but they're a hell of a lot better than San Jose. So we are going to lay the puck line with the Blues. Take St. Louis minus one and a half on the road against San Jose. Uh, when you look at the battles between these two teams, um, St. Louis has won uh, eight in a row against San Jose and seven straight of those eight wins have been by two goals or more. So they're not just winning, but they're winning handily. So you put that history together between these two teams and the fact of how bad San Jose is here in 2023. We're going to go minus one and a half on the puck line. You can snag that one at plus 130. Oh, yeah, I like that. To score some cold, hard cash uh, on that plus money, and hopefully that will indeed uh, boost the bankroll. Let's get to some uh, college basketball action. I already got Feast Week tournaments underway. And by the way, I can't wait till next week. It is the greatest sports betting week of the entire year. I will fight anybody who disagrees, but uh, I digress on a pair of mid-majors. On this two-legger, give me the Liberty Flames laying un punto against Furman and the Paladins. Uh, I think they're going to cover that. And then give me UMass Lowell on the road in Tempe, taking on the Arizona State Sun Devils. And I'm going to boost at the alt line market from six up to plus 11 and a half. Slot those two together plus 154 at DraftKings. A little bit of background on Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death. Uh, this is all about a contrast in styles against Furman. Uh, Furman, a team that loves to play up tempo, number 88, and adjust the tempo already this season, according to Kempom. Liberty much slower, number 341. Uh, both, though, were a top 20 in effective field goal percentage offense. Both are top 
20 as well in three-point percentage, and I think over 40% from way downtown. And the difference in this game is defensive effort. Uh, Liberty, a little bit stronger in that category. Number 84, it adjusted offensive efficiency this season. Furman, number 156. This one is going to be a sweat. There's no question about it, but uh, in the bitter end, hopefully clinching it at the charity stripe. Well, Liberty has not really shot the ball particularly well. I, I feel they will get the victory uh, in that matchup against the Paladins. So, again, I'm laying the un punto there. The new Mass Lowell coming off a monster win on the road in Atlanta against Georgia Tech. They're going to keep the good times rolling on the other coast, on that left coast against Arizona State. Uh, you look at Lowell, um, a team that can really get after it, um, you know, really on the defensive end. Uh, both these teams, extraordinarily defensive squads. The biggest issue is Arizona State. Just build skyscrapers with the bricks that they laid. Number 327 of college basketball in EFG offense. Uh, Lowell can really score inside. They circle outside, but they're netting over 54% inside the arc. So I feel UMass Lowell can maybe sneak possibly another victory. At least they're going to be competitive at a minimum down there in the Sonora. And to recap, two-legger on this CBK parlay, Liberty minus one, UMass Lowell plus 11 and a half on the alt line, plus 154 at DraftKings. With those bets on the board, bartender, bartender, on this hashtag tequila Thursday, pour us another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, numero cinco, Thursday night football, and it's actually a must-see matchup between the Baltimore Ravens and Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals really in must-win territory, I feel, uh, if they want to get their heads above water in the NFL postseason race. Uh, but the player prop I really like, straight out of the gate here, is Action Jackson on the ground. Give me the over 45.5 rush yards on Lamar Jackson, minus 115 juice there at BetMGM. You look at the Bengals. They have allowed the fifth most opponent uh, rush yards to the quarterback position, 27.4 per game to be exact. Now, only two signal callers have gone over this number this season. Uh, but you look at uh, Lamar Jackson, he was one of those two. He had 54 rush yards against Cincinnati in the, uh, Cincinnati in the first matchup in week two. Uh, the Bengals are number 13 in pressure percentage. So they do dial up the heat on the pocket, which creates some opportunistic sprint outs for opposing passers. They're applying that pressure 23.3% of the time. And you look at Jackson, he's been over this a handful of times this season, five to be exact. He's averaging north of what is needed here at 48.1 rush yards per game, getting 9.2 rush attempts per contest. So add it all up. Lamar Jackson, give me over 45.5 rush yards, minus 115 at Bet MGM Lundy. Better follow. Uh, I'm following on this one. So you talked about the fact that only two guys have done it um, so far this season, but he did it uh, yep. in the in the previous matchup between these two. So I think that's something being able to to note. That was back on uh, September, I think, week two, September 17th, uh, was when he managed uh, to do it. However, the other thing to be able to point out in terms of who has done it, do you know who the other QB that did it was, Brad? Uh, off the top of my head, I'm going to say Brock Purdy. Yes, it was. It was Brock Purdy. As a matter of fact, he went for 57. But I think yeah. it's also worth noting when you look at this number with Lamar again, he eclipsed it. So only two guys have gone over this number. However, two have bumped right up against it in week one Deshaun Watson went for 45. And then you look at Josh Allen going for 44. So again, I'm going to throw kind of Brock Purdy out 
because it's, you know, Brock Purdy. Uh, but you look at Deshaun Watson and you look at a guy like Josh Allen both going right up against this number in addition to the fact that Lamar's already done it. So I put all of that together. And as far as I'm concerned, I, I think this is – it's not an auto play um, necessarily, but I think this is one that you're going to see Lamar Jackson use his legs a lot. It's part of the reason why little Gus Edwards makes me nervous, but we'll talk about that. I'll run, you beautiful bastard, run. All I need is 46 rush yards. Number four. Numero quattro of the Fate 5 countdown today. zippity doo da zay uh, Have a day, Mr. Flowers, please. In one category, and I only need one category only, and that is receptions. Give me the over. Four and a half, and yeah, I'll get seduced. Buy that juice that worked the shoulders there at plus 125 available at DraftKings and at BetMGM on that spectacular juice. Uh, look at Zay Flowers, uh, a guy that went uh, five targets, uh, fell just short of this, four receptions for 62 yards in the first match between these two squads back on week two, but he's been over this prop in six of nine games. He's seeing a very healthy, very generous 24.9% of the team target share. That's 6.9 targets per game off the hand of Lamar Jackson. He has the ninth best separation rate of any wide receiver in the NFL according to playerprofiler.com. So he's getting that space because he's a sharp and precise route runner. And best of all, he's got to see a lot of Mike Hilton is a safety who generally plays a slot cornerback role for Cincinnati. And he has surrendered, yeah, only a 71.4 passer rating, but he's also given up a 63.6% catch rate to his assignments and the 14th most slot yards as well to his assignment. So uh, he's going to be tailing and chasing around Zay Flowers all day. And a lot of those quick slants, shallow crosses, uh, those rapid strikes off the handle of Mark Jackson, uh, they're going to connect. And I think brilliantly at times with Zay Flowers, eight guys have hit the over on this against Cincinnati this season. So Zay Flowers over four and a half catches plus 125 at DraftKings or bet MGM Lundy. Better follow. Take the plus odds on this one. Uh, that's where that's where you're going to run. You're, I'm telling you right now, you're going to sweat this. You are. You're going to. Oh sweat yeah, this it's going to come down like the last three minutes of the game. It probably is. Um, but I do really like this one because you're catching it at plus odds. So yes, grab it while you can with Zay Flowers because um, I think I don't think this is going to change prior to kickoff. But you could see something where all of a sudden the standard line drops down to three and a half and then they juice it to high hell um, that you could see some sort of adjustment happening. So be smart. Grab this one early. Take advantage of the plus odds. Come on, let's sweat, baby. Number three. All right, numero trace here on the feed of five countdown. Let's get some more plus money on the board. And this one's available at even odds. And that is on Tanner Hudson. Yeah, uh, there is a prop this week finally available on Tanner Hudson. There wasn't one last week, and I so desperately wanted it. Uh, it is the over on just two and a half receptions at plus 100. Best odds of business right now at BetMGM. Hudson's role is really growing. Uh, within this offensive scheme. Remember, no T. Higgins in the lineup yet again tonight for the Cincinnati Bengals, which means Hudson uh, could play a prominent role, much like he did straight out of the gate last week. He caught the first five passes from Jer Burrow a week ago, and it could be more of the same this time around. He's seen 12 targets in total here combined in the last couple of weeks. Uh, against Buffalo, he ran 13 routes, and last week against the Texans, he ran a season-high 17. I think he's going to be, once again, 
that 15 to 20 range in terms of the usage. Baltimore, meanwhile, uh, yeah, they're only got up 37.7 receiving yards per game, one of the lowest marks in the biz at tight ends, but they've also surrendered 4.7 catches per game to the position. Five guys have gone over this. So with that role spiking, Tanner Hudson across the middle, I need three connections with Joe Burrow and we cash a winner. So to recap, Tanner Hudson over two and a half catches plus 100 at BetMGM. Lundy, fair to follow. This is a follow, but this is a uh, get out your shopping cart and bring your bags from home to reuse them. Shop around. And the reason I say that is because you're talking about even money at BetMGM at a plus 100. This is minus 125 at DK, folks. Wow. Um, so this is creeping into the minus odds territory at a lot of them. So this is another one. Try to grab it early before things move uh, because you can snag him right now at the three. Brad already gave you all the logic behind it. I'm talking more to be able to find your value. Go snag this. Make sure you're paying attention to what book you're grabbing it at because plus 100, again, this is minus 125 at DK. So take advantage of it. Uh, Lundy, I don't know about you, but I love free money hitting yeah. my account, and uh, there's a way you can acquire that right now. Please, offer some details. Yeah, we are one of only a handful of folks that uh, were invited to participate with ESPN Bet at the launch. Now, we knew this was coming. This was a big deal. We've seen it teased by the four-letter uh, for several weeks now, including our friend SVP making a big deal out of it, and it went live on Tuesday afternoon, finally. And so uh, we want you to be able to get in and get signed up for ESPN bet. But here's what we need you to do. If you look, ESPN's got a great sign up bonus for you. Okay, if you just if, if you're just an anybody, if you're not if you're not a member of the family here in the tree, if you're just an anybody, you go in and make any bet when you sign up as a new user, you go in and make any bet, you can bet a dollar, they are going to give you $200 in bonus bets. But if you use our code, you see it right there on the screen, uh, in honor of the Mountain Hawks of the uh, Patriot League. CJ McCollum for three! There you go. Our promo code is Lehigh. Now, remember, folks, it's ESPN and Penn game. Get it? Penn, Pennsylvania, yeah. Lehigh, yeah. Patriot. Okay, everybody gets it now. Okay. Our promo code is Lehigh. L-E-H-I-G-H, as in the university, as in the Mountain Hawks, as in a member of the Patriot League. If you use that promo code, you're going to get another $50 in bonus bets. So you're going to get it up to $250. So free money is nice, but extra free money is even better with our friends at ESPN Bet. We really appreciate the fact that they were wanting to partner with us because they didn't pick a whole lot of partners nationwide. But we are one of them with this promo code Lehigh. So download the app, and when you sign up, put in that code L-E-H-I-G-H, Lehigh, and get your $250 of bonus bets with ESPN Bet. Uh yeah, truth be told, I use uh, my first bonus bet on Mark Andrews over four and a half receptions tonight at ESPN at a minus 125 juice. So a little bit of early bonus time there, Lundy, but let's keep rolling with the countdown. Number two. Numero dos here on the fade of five. Uh, let's go to a throwback name uh, who's uh, had his moments at times here of late, and that is Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, maybe some one-handed grabs tonight. I don't care how he gets it. All I need is 26 yards. Give me the over 25.5 receiving yards at a minus 115 juice there available at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look at ODB. Uh, he has been over this in six of eight games this year. He only had one reception 
last week, but it went for 40 yards. Uh, and that's what he does. Uh, he's showcasing some vintage wheels, getting some separation with somewhat relative ease against the opposition uh, way back in week four against Cincinnati. He had four targets in that game, caught three balls for 29. So he's already got a little bit of success in terms of this prop against the opponent tonight. Yeah, he's only averaging 4.7 targets per game. Yeah, he's only running 22.3 routes per game, but a healthy 10.3 A dot average depth of target on the season and should see a lot of Cameron Taylor Britt in coverage. Yeah, Taylor Britt's only given up a 55.3 catch percentage to his assignments, but get this, he's also given up 17.3 yards per catch to the guys he is shadowing. So it can only take a couple of balls and Odell Beckham cashes in on this over 23 wide receivers have reached 26 yards against Cincinnati this season. They've given up the 12th most wide receiver yards on the year. So to recap, Lundy, guy that I uh, nicknamed ODB, some others uh, called me Old Dirty Bastard as well, or OBJ, whatever your flavor is. Odell Beckham over 25.5 receiving yards at a minus 115 juice of DraftKings. Fade or follow. OBJ, I need some help on this one. I do not want to sweat this. I want you to do it in one catch, just like you did in the last game. That's yeah. what I want. One yeah, catch, right. 40 yards. Early. Bam, bam. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to have to think about this one. As a matter of fact, I want DK to have to pay me out early so that I can turn around and lose it on something else. That's really what I want to <laughs> see uh, happen uh, this evening. Um, I, I actually kind of have this gut feel that if he is going to hit this number, it's going to wind up happening in the first half. It's going to be one of those like quick flash in the pan. Maybe he does it on one catch. Maybe it takes two. But if he can pull the one and done like he did last week with the one catch for 40 yards, because I think he only picked up one other target in last week's game, right? I mean, I think he only got targeted twice. It just only ha yeah. it just happened to be that one of those catches managed to go for the 40 yards. Where is it? Uh, yeah, against Cleveland. Two targets, one catch. 40 yards. He just took care of it all at once. OBJ, do us a favor because I don't feel like sweating out this Thursday night game. I'm going to have enough hockey plays that I'm going to be sweating about tonight. I don't need to be sweating over OBJ. It takes two. It takes two. Me and you. Get it done, OBJ. All we need is two targets. Number one. Numero uno here on the feed of five countdown. I uh, wrote about this on the X at Noisy Huevos. Posted this sledgehammer da -da 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 special uh, on that app. And I'm going to double down on it right now. Best odds in the business on this at FanDuel at minus 114. Uh, and that is in regards to who? Keaton Mitchell. I'm taking the over 13 and a half yards for the longest run uh, again i had to do a triple take when i saw this actually open up and it was uh, available to bet on and i couldn't hit return quickly enough on my keyboard to lock and load this wager you look at mitchell guy uh, as i mentioned he's got bottle rockets strapped to his sneakers uh, he absolutely flies on the field indicative it is 4.37 40 yard dash his role's slowly been growing now he's seeing below 20 percent of the snap share, you get a, a whole lot of gusts of buzz, and you're probably going to see him, uh, you know, frequently ball the belly for like uh, two yards, three yards, and a cloud of dust. But Mitchell, when he does get those opportunities, man, is he scoot in the open field. Over the last three games, Lundy, he's averaging 16.7 yards per touch. That's insane. 
Uh, on top of that, you look at Cincinnati. They have really struggled in the trenches this year. Number 28 in rush EPA defense. They're giving up 4.55 yards per carry, 92.7 rush yards per game. Uh, on top of that, too, you look at Mitchell. He has forced nine missed tackles on just 12 rush attempts. Give him the damn ball, Harbaugh, and be done with it. I want at least six, seven rush attempts, and I think you're going to get that on the short week, given how little he has been used. So he's still got some fresh legs and a whole lot of pop in those legs, evidenced by, two the 39-yard, 40-yard, and 60-yard runs that he has registered here the last couple of games. So Nimrona once again on the fade five today, Keaton Mitchell over 13 and a half yards longest run minus 114 at FanDuel Lundy fade or dare I say follow. Yeah, we're effed because I agreed with you on all five. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, for five night. It's an 0 for 5 night. I agreed with you on all five. This is not, this is not, yes, this was one of my favorite bets. You got to, you got to jump on this one. I think he takes care of this because he is just like, we're talking shit through a goose here, folks. He's fast. <laughs> um, so um, I, I think you got to jump on this one. But yeah, now I'm nervous because I'm going back and I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, Oh crap! I agreed with him on all of them. Now what the hell am I going to do? So I somewhere there's going to be one. There's going to be at least one that we miss because I don't know. There's any way we're going to go five and zero, oh, especially if I agreed with you on everything. Well, here's uh, what the hell you do right now, Lundy. It's bonus time. Uh, let's stay optimistic, shall we? What else you got? Whether the hardwood, the gridiron, the ice, so much action to wager on. And I know you got opportunities to squander more of your money. So what are those? Oh, yeah. I, I got plenty of opportunities to be able to squander my money. Um, Hey, by the way, I just want to throw this out there. I haven't put it together yeah. yet, but it's something I think you may want to think about, folks, if you're working on a same-game parlay for this evening. Five out of the last six meetings between these two teams have hit the over. Um, and, and that includes last year's playoff game. It's a prime time game, London. Yeah, I know. That's the reason why I think it's a little bit, uh, it, it could be a little bit funky. So if you're going to like, for me, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to SGP this and I'm going to bring the total down and then play the over just because of, again, it's five out of the last six. The only one that did not wind up hitting the over was a 19 to 17 game last season during the regular season. Otherwise, these guys have been obliterating their totals. But can I throw something out real quick? Yeah, go for it. And, and see if you, you know, this maybe entices you and kind of plays in what you're selling. Uh, I actually built this SGP at BetMGM. I took Cincinnati up to plus seven and a half, and then I'm playing Bradley in the middle. Where's he at? He's in the middle on the game total at 36 and a half to 56 and a half. So it's yep. going to finish between 37 and 57. I say yes. And I believe the Bengals are going to keep this one somewhat snug. You hit all three of those legs. It's plus 170. Yeah, Lundy at BetMGM. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, that's not bad. Because let me throw this out there for you. So the um, the total earlier this season, the game in September that we talked about, if you guys don't remember, it was 27-24. So we're talking 51 points in that one. Last year's postseason game hit 41 um, the two regular season games last year got you to 43 and then that low one I was talking about at 36. So that would hurt you with your middling, um, approach. Yeah. And then you go, uh, and then again, go even further back. You're talking a 62 total and a 58 total. So I just, that's why I think you could do the middling because we are talking about a primetime game and we've seen the trend so far this season. I don't think that's a bad idea. Definitely take the points up. Uh, speaking of Cincinnati, um, this is only going to be about a quarter unit bet for me. Call this a TYG, the trust your gut. Um, at plus 6 
50 at Caesars is for Baltimore to have the lead at halftime, but Cincinnati to win the game. Mm. And mm. I'm not, I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. It's a little, it's a funky TYG for me, but it's like right now you look at the standings in the AFC North and you see Cincinnati sitting there at the bottom. We know Deshaun Watson's out. It, 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 Pittsburgh, it's like, uh, I can't figure out if I like Pittsburgh. And frankly, I only like the Steelers when they're at home because that just seems to be where Mike Tomlin continues to be really, really well. But if you take the four teams in the AFC North right now, Brad, if fully healthy, if fully healthy down the stretch, Cincinnati's the one that I trust the most. And so I just get this feeling like I know they're dealing T Higgins, all of this. I, I know we got all that crap that's going on right now, but I just, I don't know, man. I, Sometimes Joe Cool surprises me. So it's at Caesars at plus one or it's plus six fifty on the double result for Baltimore to have the lead at halftime, but for Cincinnati to win the game. And I'm telling you, I, it, it, like maybe a quarter unit, a tenth of a unit, I don't know, but I'm going to sprinkle something on that just because I think it could be um, one of those weird things that winds up happening. Um, I would take this while you can because FanDuel is the only book that has it at plus odds. Give me the bus for a touchdown. Give me Gus Edwards. Wow. Give me Gus Edwards at plus 105 for an anytime touchdown. This is one of those that, I mean, I'm sorry. He's got seven. I think, is it seven in his last four games? Yeah, that's accurate. I mean, that's ridiculous. Um, and FanDuel right now is the only book as of tape time that still has this in positive territory at a plus 105. I will take my chances with Gus. Uh, let me go to the ice, uh, shall we? Let's talk about the NHL. Six and one so far this week, if you're with me on the spreadsheet. Um, I told you there's some day hockey because there are four teams that are currently over in Sweden that are basically doing like a round robin in Stockholm over the course of the next four days uh, against each other. It's Detroit, Ottawa, Toronto, and Minnesota. Um, Detroit and Ottawa will get it started today. It's a two o'clock Eastern time puck drop. Uh, in terms of this afternoon, this has everything to do with the goaltender matchup right now. I'm going to play the under in this one sitting at the six and a half, which you can get at DraftKings right now at plus 110. Um, everybody is betting the over, and sometimes that happens in these international games, right? Guys are traveling. Things are a little bit weird. You're not in your same rhythm. You're staying somewhere new. You're playing on ice you've never played on before. But this, to me, has to do with the goaltender matchup, and I'm going to take advantage of the plus odds in the early game. So give me the under on the six and a half in the game that's going to be played in Stockholm this afternoon. Um, another one that I'm a little bit tempted by. Folks, the Tampa Bay Lightning are not playing well right now, and they are on the road to take on Chicago. I'm taking Chicago at plus 164 straight up on the money line to beat them. The Blackhawks just beat them last Thursday by the score of five to three. In the two games they've played since then, Tampa hasn't scored they were shut out in back-to-back -back games after they lost to Chicago, and now they're going to go to the United Center. The, the Connor Bedard and company can keep up with the Lightning right now because the Lightning's offense is non-existent. I'm going to take the Blackhawks straight up on the money line at plus 164 in that one tonight. Couple more for you, guys that are on fire: Sidney Crosby and Adrian Kempe for uh, the uh, LA Kings. Both of these guys are on point streaks right now that are in double figures. So I'm going to take both of them to continue their streaks. I just need a point, and it's unusual to be able to find Sidney. Crosby at over just a half a point. Normally he's at one and a half. Put both of those guys together for a point. You're sitting at plus 121 at DraftKings. Another guy that's on fire, Philip Hronick 
for the Vancouver Canucks. They're on the road taking on Calgary. Um, I'll take him for a point at plus one. How is a dude that is on this much of a point streak right now with the way that he has been? He has points in 11 straight games. And he is still plus odds at Caesars right now at plus 109. That's take him for yeah, take him for a point. And here's the other thing. In his 11-game streak that he is on, 13 of his 14 points are assists. Wow. So if you want to actually take him for an assist, you can take that number at Caesars up to plus 135 instead of plus 109. I am probably going to play both. And then on the hardwood tonight, um, I still can't quite explain the emo hair that Jimmy Butler went with um, for the uh, mugshot for the team this year. I can't quite explain it. But what I can tell you is that he's got two steals in four out of his last five games. So take him on the over on one and a half steals for this evening as well. Miami is at home. They're taking on the Brooklyn Nets. I will have more plays for you up on the spreadsheet coming up, but as always, yield the floor to the gentleman from Illinois. All right, let's get some team whammas parlay play action on the board on this Thursday night football edition. And come with me on this SGP if you are buying what I am selling. Langdon Maruno, give me the under on uh, the all total of 55.5. Again, the unders have been hitting at a ridiculous clip uh, this season in primetime NFL games. Uh, Cincinnati's gone under this in 8 of 9. Baltimore has been under this in 9 of 10. And when these two teams uh, first met up in week two, they finished at 51. One. I think it's going to be in a similar territory tonight. Leg numero dos can be Joe Mixon. 15 or more receiving yards. Uh, Mixon has done this in five games this season. Went four for 36 through the air in the first matchup in week two. Baltimore has a lot of eight guys, including that uh, first tilt against Mixon to hit the over on this. Give it a 4.2 receptions per game and 30.6 receiving yards per game to the running back position. Leg numero trace. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I need one passing or rushing TD. Doesn't matter how you get the six. Uh, he has done this in seven to 10 games. He had a pair of touchdowns in the week two matchup. And Cincinnati has allowed 13 touchdowns to quarterbacks. And they've allowed seven of eight quarterbacks to get at least one on the ground or through the air. And leg numero quattro, Mark Andrews. Uh, give me a plus-sized 45-plus uh, receiving yards. So the oversized target, he has done this in six and nine games. Nice. Uh, and you look at Cincinnati, they have allowed 6.1 receptions per game and a very devilish 66.6 receiving yards per game to the tight end position. So to recap, uh, give me the under on the all-total 55.5. Give me Joe Mixon, 15 or plus uh, or more receiving yards. Lamar Jackson, one touchdown, pass a rush. And Mark Andrews, 45 or more receiving yards, plus 230. Hells to the S at BetMGM. Elsewhere in Thursday Night Football, Keith Mitchell, anytime touchdowns at plus 200 right now at BetMGM. I'm game. He's done this in back-to-back games. I think he's going to break a long run. And if he gets into the open field, he gone. You can't catch the guy. He's got a, a stunningly good wheels. He's like, uh, you know, the Speedy Gonzalez and the old cartoons, uh, you know, way back in the day. So, uh, look, I, I'm all about Keaton Mitchell. Uh, get it done. The shimmy, the shake, of the speed. And Cincinnati struggles on the ground. I think he's going to find the end zone. So plus 200 there. Uh, elsewhere in this game, I also have Keaton Mitchell, 30-plus rush yards. 
And uh, I got that parlay with Joe Mixon, three or more receptions. Already laid all the reasons why for both those guys. That is plus 105. And Justin Tucker is at plus money as well to kick two field goals. I kind of like that at plus 100. It's very odd. I know he's uh, kind of struggled by his very high standard, but uh, they're going to be able to move the chains often in this game. You're with me on that, right? Yes. I'll take I'll t- Justin automatic Tucker. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Give me all the, give me all the, give me all the kicking points. Uh, kickers, are right. people, Brad, come on. They are. Let's get some college football on the board on this SGP. Give me Boston College plus 10.5 in their matchup against Pitt. And I'm going to take the total down to 39.5 and slam that over. Uh, you yes, hit sir. Yes, together. sir. Yes, sir. Minus 105. BC's just underrated. They're number 30 in EPA per play offense. Uh, yeah, middling in, in defense, but Pittsburgh can't score. Number 113 EPA per play offense. Uh, BC 3-0 ATS in their last three road matchups, and they won four of the last five games straight up. Uh, Pitt is struggling this season, two and eight overall, and zero oh and three straight up as the favorite, and they are favored in this game. But you know, again, building a little cushion to avoid the push and plus ten and a half parlayed with the over on thirty nine and a half. That all total minus one hundred five made there at Bet MGM. Two quick other bets on the college hardwood. Uh, it's an early game, so lock and load this. My Cowboys of Wyoming, don't score a whole lot, please. I'm taking the under a 74 and a half on that team total against St. Louis. Uh, you look at all the advanced metrics that are out there. I, this is totally Ken Palm play. Uh, made by DraftKings. They probably construct this line. Everybody else is following. Ken Palm's got him at 74. Every other projection service out there has got Wyoming scoring 70 or fewer points in this game. And the big, biggest reason why, uh, yeah, St. Louis is playing at a faster pace this season, number 62 in tempo, but their three-point percentage D has been locked down. They're only giving up 27.7 along the arc, and Wyo jacks a shit ton of three, so they could be kept at bay in that matchup. So Wyo under 74 and a half team total points. And then Houston, I grabbed uh, the Cougs when the line opened yesterday at minus 18. It jumped this morning to minus 21. Ooh. It gets Towson. And I would still lay the heavy chalk. Uh, the Cougs are one of the best teams in the country. Both these teams incredibly slow. 290 plus in adjusted tempo. Houston doing Houston things. Number 11 adjusted offensive efficiency. Number one in the country adjusted defensive efficiency. Uh, their margin of victory this season has been by 38.7 points. And it's not like Towson, you know, they're a decent mid-major, number 140 right now in the Kempom rankings, but they're number 279 in offensive turnover percentage. If you cough up the rock to Houston, you will be put in a uh, pine box and buried six feet under immediately. So you, you can't do that. That's an Achilles heel for them. I think Houston wins, and they may win by 30. All right. Uh, I'm out of breath. Uh, we are out of time here on the Fade to Five podcast. Who is a favorite? Would you kindly? And uh, drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this broadcast. Also, fade or follow us on the X at Noisy Cuevas for my picks. Or Lundy and all his awesome hockey wagers. He's way up in units at Nate Lundy for the always crushing it. Nathaniel Lundy, I'm Brad Evans. As always, until next time, fade or follow. That is up to you.